welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Jessica. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome back to Adam's Rib. This is episode 112. Um, we want to thank everybody for listening, tuning in with us. Um, be sure to catch us on iTunes. I, I was about to say iCloud. <laughs> iTunes. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Google Play. What else? Stitcher? Mm-hmm. What yeah. else? That's it. That's it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then you can follow us on Facebook. The Adam's Rib Women's Christian Podcast. Right? Which is Adam's Rib? Yes, it's, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put it in the whole thing. No, you don't. I do. Adam's rib. If you put an Adam's rib podcast, it shows up. It should. My don't. Well, I believe you. I just <laughs> on my phone because it's Adam's rib podcast instead of like colon Christian. Oh, uh, well, y'all just do what she said, Because okay? <laughs> it probably will pop up for you too. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, so today, I'm, this is going to be a great subject. We're going to be talking about really just. Like, when is it going to be my turn? Like, mm-hmm. we all, and you may be currently going through that season right now. Like, you just don't understand, like, when your turn is coming. You've been waiting on God. You've been waiting on this. You've been waiting on that. You're waiting on this promotion. You're waiting for the big dream to be a reality. You're waiting on your friends to get right. You're waiting for your boo to come through. Like, you seeing everybody else getting married, having kids, being happy. And then you're just sitting around wondering, like, when is it going to be my turn? Right. And so today, this episode hopefully will encourage you on just how to be patient through this season and just encourage you that your turn is coming. Like, I know, I mean, I, I'm going through the season myself. So mm-hmm. right now, like, just wondering, like, <laughs> I'm running into missed opportunity after missed opportunity after letdown after letdown. What you think is a missed opportunity. Exactly. There you go. Thank you for clarifying I'm just saying. Yes. Because that's real. It's real. I felt. I have felt that way too, so I get it. I'm yes. not just, just picking on you. Like, I think we have all felt that we way. Are. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, because exactly. <laughs> We're going, I'm going through the season right now, you know, and Lindsay, this is something we'll probably talk about a little later in this episode. <laughs> Having those people around you who can kind of help keep your mind centered on the right things. And so I have those people in place and I thank God for them. But, you know, I get it. I get it. For anybody struggling with that feeling and with those thoughts, I get it because I'm right there with you. But, you know, again, this episode is going to encourage you to just know, like, hang in there. Your turn, your time, it's coming. Like, and it's probably closer than you think. Right. But we just have to, you know, hopefully this episode can help you on figuring out how to just get through this season of just waiting. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know for me, I have have felt at times, you know, when I stand amongst other women that seem, that seem to the naked eye that they're doing better than me because I think we seek validation through possessions and mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and not through the right things and through statuses. And so sometimes I feel like we stand amongst women and be like, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Why don't I feel the joy that these other women feel? What holds me back from experiencing you know, their assurance and their confidence? What is it that makes God so abundant in their life? <laughs> that I can't find it in my own mind. You know, why do I feel like I'm wandering around in, in an Egypt when everyone else is going to the promised land? Right. And so I feel like we probably have all I have asked these questions and wondered, 
what do we do when our walk becomes a crawl? You know, and so, you know, what do you do when you feel like you're a disappointment to yourself and to God? And sometimes it feels like that gap between, like, faith that we long for and the faith we experience, it seems vast and it just seems like it's just beyond bridging that gap. So I feel like we feel content, but not really. We feel like we're longing for something, but it's not enough. I feel satisfied, but not complete because we feel like it hasn't, our, it hasn't been our season. Mm-hmm. And so we settle for reading about all these, you know, wins and victories on social media and then secretly wondering if, like, they're really on the up and up like they're portraying to be. And so then I read about someone's built faith and, like, all these, these other faiths in the Bible on Facebook, and I think, you know, well, good for them, and when is it my season, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I think we, we make peace with all this passivity because we wrongly believe that, God would want us to feel and God wouldn't want us to to use the likes of us anyway. So basically, I'm here to say that in whatever season that you're in, it's the season you're supposed to be in right now. Because every season, and I've mentioned this before, is not a harvest season. And so you you can't plant weeds and expect roses, but it doesn't work that way, which is why we feel stuck. And so now some of us are planting roses and we still feel like we're coming up with weeds. (laughs) You know, and so... I went to go see Priscilla Shire just last week, and um, I will never forget this. It was just so powerful. And for those of you that don't know, she's a minister. She's Dr. Tony Evans' daughter, and she was the main character in the movie War Room. And she had mentioned she was on a plane with her youngest son. I think he was like four or six at the time. And she, he had asked something about the plane, the engineering of the plane and the model of it. She's like, well, I don't know the answer, but your uncle does because he's a pilot or whatever. And so she asked her son, what do you want to do when you grow up? And he's like, Mommy, I want to do what you do. She's like, oh, what does Mommy do? He's like, well, nothing. (laughs) And so, and she sat there like, you know, I'm writing books. I'm out here traveling. You've got clothes on your back, food in your stomach. But she's like, but how many times do we think that of God? Mm. What are you doing? Mm. You're not doing nothing. (laughs) Mm. And so I feel like we feel that in our own life with our seasons. We don't even know he's working things in the background. Just like her son don't know, you know, you got all this because as your mother, I'm I've created all this for you. Yeah. So I thought that was really good. I think it applied to this episode. Girl, that just almost made me cry. Girl, it was <laughs> because that's been real. there. Like that's real. <laughs> that's so real though. Like having that feeling and having that thought. Like, God, what are you doing? Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> Bruh, right. Like, where, where are, are you? you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I know, like, I mean, let's just be honest. Some people like feel guilty for having that feeling or that mm-hmm. thought. I do all the time. Like, I just probably had that thought yesterday. Right. Like <laughs> Mm-hmm. Where are you? Yeah. Like, and I I understand like when you're when you see your friends and you see uh, your peers and you see all these people around you doing all these things and getting elevated to these new heights and these new levels in life and becoming successful and then you just sitting here and you wondering why the crew you the only one that still can't go out all the time because you don't have no money or mm-hmm. why you can't go on the, the girls trip this week or this, this year because you just don't have the funds or um, you know everybody's pulling up in their new cars and you still sitting in your car from like six years ago and you want to <laughs> pay for them right, exactly. <laughs> so, go somebody right okay? I, I don't have a car no somebody right? hey, Lord. <laughs> I ain't got no car no okay but, you know, you you just start having these thoughts and, and it doesn't help. 
when all you see is everybody else coming up. Yep. And you wondering, like, where's my come up? Where's my breakthrough? Like, I feel like I've been working. We talked about this in previous episodes. I've been working just as hard as they have. Mm-hmm. I've been doing just as much. I've been praying just as hard, if not harder. I've been going to church. I've been tithing. I've been this. I've been that. Why? Mm-hmm. Why are you not coming through for me? Yeah. But sometimes, I, and this is what I've even told myself it, right now while I'm going through this season, my stuff, like currently, I told myself I have to think back. I heard a preacher come up with this analogy, and I feel like I probably mentioned it a couple times, but I think about going to the restaurant and ordering like something like real high end, like a steak mm-hmm. dinner or something. Everybody else getting their food, and you mad. Cause you want it, you hungry. You want to eat right now. You want to eat because everybody else eating. Yeah. But you ordered your steak. Yeah. And the last thing that I checked, the last time I checked, it takes a while to prepare mm, something yeah. of some type of delicacy or yeah. you know, let's say you wanted like roasted duck or something like that takes a while for preparation. <laughs> right. I, that takes that. It's not just coming out with the chicken strips. Mm-hmm. It's not coming out with the cheeseburgers. It's not coming out with corn dogs. It's not coming out with petty stuff. Yeah. And so we get excited about all this stuff that we see happening with for everybody else. But you don't even realize that might be the peak of their blessing. That right. might be the peak of their lives. Yeah. But then God is working on something for you that goes far past and sur- it, it, it surpasses that little chicken strip blessing. Mm-hmm. He wants to give you that the steak. He wants to give you the steak. He wants to give you the steak. The manna. He wants all that. <laughs> the quail. <laughs> come through with the quail, okay? <laughs> come on, come on. Like he, he, he's literally preparing for you. He's preparing you, yeah, for something that goes beyond what you see. Yeah. And this is something I have to tell myself every day. What you see is. Not even a fraction of what God's getting ready to do for you. And that's what faith is. Faith is the evidence of things unseen. Mm-hmm. And faith comes by hearing. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things you don't see. That's why you don't feel like it's your season. Because <laughs> we live in such a tangible world. If I can't see it, then how am I supposed to experience it? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when you had mentioned, I go to church, I go to tithe. I feel like a lot of people know church, but a lot of people don't, don't know, know God. God. <laughs> and so, um, and I would offer, a, and I would assume that a lot of us don't want to be in that land of in-between. And that's what it feels like when it's in my season. Because mm-hmm. I think if we were given the choice, we don't want to go back to Egypt, you know. Um, but at the same time, we don't really want to get our shoes messy and go through the wilderness mm-hmm. and step into that unknown faith of the mm-hmm. promised land. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we always really aren't particularly motivated to move beyond the weekend visits with God, the in-between visits, like mm-hmm. as if, you know, you were a kid with those parents that like have shared custody or something, mm-hmm. but we're satisfied with circling in the wilderness because after all, it's better than the Egypt I was in. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, while we're circling in this wilderness, we then become satisfied with the manna and the, the splash of water every now and then because mm-hmm. there is heaven to come, but it's like, oh, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. And But the real question is, how do you move beyond that safe place of, of the cul-de-sac Christianity that you move in and into that mountain moving, giant slaying, lame man leaping, <laughs> you know, faith. It's hard. So how do we stop circling in that wilderness of unbelief and make our own way into the promised land of peace and purpose and faith? How do we consistently, I'm about to preach, look, <laughs> how do we consistently access the power of God's promises? How do we stop being held hostage by our feelings, by our insecurity, by our inadequacy, and then take hold of the confidence and courage to live boldly and to do 
what all God has planned for us to do. How do we move beyond knowing the truth and to actually believing the truth? You know, you can't get stuck in the land of in between because, you know, a lot of ways and a lot of reasons. And to move beyond them, you got to be brave enough to let go and really just take hold of God's truth. Because again, faith comes by hearing. You're hearing by the word of God, which is God's truth. So you got to let go of the lies that hold you hostage. You got to take hold of the truth that set you free. The truth will set you free. Mm. Free to somebody. Mm. So let go. You got to let go of all those shame-filled, you know, thoughts that you have. You got to take hold of those of that grace, you know, filled forgiveness. We're not under the Old Testament law. We're under grace. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So you got to let go of the weight and worry and take hold of, of the trust. You got to let go of comparing yourself to others and take hold of your unique of your uniqueness fashioned by God. Let go of that doubt that paralyzes you. And you got to hold on to that faith that allows you to dance and shout in the midnight hour like mm-hmm. Paul and Silas did. In John 14, 16, or 14, 6, excuse me, it says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so Jesus wasn't simply speaking of the eternal life that we receive when we leave this earth, but the fullness and the freedom that we can experience right here, right now, when it is your season, and that we can take hold of all that he has taken hold for us. So you don't have to wait on your season because you're already in your season. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes it does. And I got steps. Of, or steps. ways. Not steps. step right and so i'm start with this so if you feel yourself being unsure like gideon was you know with the fleece and the whole two times three whatever read the story of gideon pray for confirmation and then wait for it because you got to be on the lookout for god to make his will clear to you and that can be through circumstances it could be the word of other you know uh people of faith who um have that god has also answered their prayer and you got to determine to not to act until God has made his will clear to you through those confirmations. That's hard, but you just got to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything? Because I could go more. Well, I really, I want to go back to something you said before you gave that step, even though that was very powerful. I want to go back to when you had mentioned something about how, you know, we, we have a tendency to, we want what we want. We want this good stuff and we want all this amazing, these amazing blessings but the part about getting your feet dirty, mm-hmm. like that seems to be the part where everybody wants to skip over. Yeah. Like you're going to have to go through it. Like, mm-hmm. and that's something that people are, that you really have to like, you have to hold on to that piece. Yeah. And, and I don't mean just get through it. I don't mean go through it. Like, uh, this sucks, uh. but I'm going to find all these other distractions. And right. I'm going to keep turning up as much as I can. Right. You know, I'm going I'm going I'm going to put myself in debt because mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. No, like I mean, go through it. Like get your feelings hurt sometimes. Yeah. You know, get your knees, you talking about your feet dirty. Get your knees dirty from being on right. the all the time. Like say that. Get your carpet burns <laughs> from prayer. You know what I'm saying? Like don't don't start doing other things to damage your spirit even more simply because you feel like you're missing out. Like yeah. you gotta go through it. You really gotta go through this this season. This is this is a for real like season of preparation. 
Yeah. And it's a season where God is trying to see, like, can you handle it? Mm -hmm. Because God is not getting ready to drop on you the stuff that he has for you if you can't handle it. Mm -hmm. And when Lindsay was talking about facing that truth, that is important because part of the reason why we struggle with seeing everything and then we get so frustrated about what we see going on around us Mm -hmm. is because we start to believe these lies about ourselves. We start thinking, oh, well, because they got it, we're not good enough to have it. Mm -hmm. Oh, because she get she's married now i'm just not good enough to ever be somebody's Mm -hmm. wife and then you start thinking about all the bad things that people have said about you oh well he told me that i wasn't Mm -hmm. this and my mama said that and my daddy told me this and and then you get into this whole visitation schedule with god literally i really love that you pulled Mm -hmm. that you brought that up because that is something that we're guilty of and it's not I'm not saying this stuff because I'm trying to come down on anybody because this is me right now. This is my current season right now. I have been so caught up in everything else and all these emotions and all these thoughts and negative feelings. But how often do we just face the truth? And the truth is what's within the word. Mm -hmm. The truth is what God says about us. The truth is why he created us. But we got to like, are you tough enough mentally and spiritually? Are you strong enough? to face that reality and go through that wilderness. Okay, go ahead, step two. No, you're fine. <laughs> think about when you go through, you know, a figurative wilderness or like, you know, is said in a literal wilderness. Mm-hmm. You got remember, God was with them every step. Every step. Dropped manna and quail and whatever else yep. <laughs> down to them when they needed it. When David was running away from you know, Saul trying to kill him and all this jazz. You know, he'd go from cave to cave, city to city, but he always got, always covered David, mm-hmm. you know, until it was his season. And so, um, my second point was, you know, I feel like when you become bored, you know, just in life, I feel like we sometimes may wish that we're doing something like truly amazing for God. I want to be on fire for Jesus. But in reality, you're already living, you're living what feels like a normal, boring life. But here's the truth God's calling can often look just like that. And so, um, in uh, Micah 6, 8, to just go to that scripture, but it says that to guide your prayer, and you know, you got to invite God to show you how to embrace the big picture calling you in your current reality. And so, um, I guess my point is with that, it, it, it don't got to be flashy to be enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes God may not call you to a platform like he does Joyce Meyer, mm-hmm. you know, or T.D. Jakes. The platform don't make you. That just exposes you. Mm, you know? That's a really good point. And somebody needs to take hold to that because I think a lot of people, especially those who do get frustrated mm-hmm. with what they see, I think there's sometimes the people who have this expectation that what they're meant to do is be seen too. Yeah. But that's why we do a podcast. I don't like be seen, just heard. <laughs> But for real, like sometimes you gotta understand that your calling and your purpose might not might not be it may not be to be seen. Mm-hmm. It might be because of what you can do behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Because your behind the scenes work might yes. be far more powerful yes. than you in front of somebody's face. <laughs> yeah, like that's a word right there. Somebody. Yeah. Um. So if you're struggling with doubt, you gotta go back to Proverbs uh, chapter thirty-five through six. Um, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean on your own understanding. And so you gotta invite God to challenge and to grow your trust. And one of my favorite prayers for moments when trust feels really fragile is to just simply repeat the cry of our own father in the book of Mark. Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. And then when your current circumstances are, you know, undesired and your daily reality is is just, you know, 
filtering out your on your emotions and wearing down your soul, pray the very word that Jesus prayed in Luke. I want your will to be done, not mine. So your calling in this supposed stuck season may be to be fully, completely, and absolutely surrenderful your own will and seeking God's will. Because even when it feels like it's directly at odds with your own hopes, it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, feeling stuck and easy, you know, your dream, it could have been on a collision course with roadblocks and you may feel hindered in just the daily grinds of life. But you may be weakened by your pain and by your struggles with prayer. It's not an instant magic cure to feeling sick. But it is the most soul-healthy choice you got to make. Mm-hmm. Because God is present even in your most hindering down soul-stuck times. you got to meet him there. you got to meet him where you are. You cannot praise God when you get to the season that you think you're supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. you got to praise God in the season you're in right now. That's how you plant seeds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's real. That's real. Well, we... We really gotta wrap this episode up. Do you have any more points? You're all out. I really appreciate <laughs> that last part that she said, and low key, I really just want to leave it at the last thing that Lindsay you said. You always say I'm no for real. Leave it at that <laughs> because that was powerful, and honestly, it just really ministered to me mm-hmm. because I mean, I, y'all know I tell y'all I, I don't care, like, but you know, I'm really struggling through a season right now where I'm just wondering, like, all right, God, do you see me? Right. Like, yeah. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. Do you do you do you know that I'm still here? Like. Yeah. And I'm not saying you do this, but I really feel like a lot of people want the peace of God, but they don't have peace with, with God. Mm-hmm. And so if, it's really hard to have peace with someone when you feel like he's not looking out for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you want his peace, you got to make peace with him. Yeah. And a part of doing that is the is 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 going before God even right now, mm-hmm. even in this season, even when you're struggling, even when you have your doubts. The fact of the matter is, yo, we we serve a God. He's, he's the type of father you can tell him. Yeah, I don't know where you're at right now, right. and he's gonna do so, and, and, and he's not gonna turn his back on you, mm-hmm. even though you feel like he's turned your back. He's turned he's, he's turned his back on you right now. That's not where he is. That's not the type of God he is. That's not the type of father he is. And so, you know, I really appreciate Lindsay saying what she's saying. Like, pray even now, trust God now, meet him. Like, literally, go before God even now, even in this season. And your time is coming. Your time is coming. It's coming. He ain't forgot about you. He ain't He ain't neglecting you. God is not saying forget you. Like, he's working on your behalf. You just got to be patient through this season and just allow God to be God. And you just have to trust and have your faith in him. Amen. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. This was episode 112. I hope you guys were blessed. We love you. Tune in next week. Peace out. Ciao.